0: Hello, welcome back to another edition of the I'm Always Right Sports Podcast. I am your host, as always, the mouth of Michigan, Rob Medeca. With me, as always, my co-host, the Merc's Zone, Mike Merkel. here. Missing, once again, the Whale Man, that son of a... No, no, am Um, Mike, we got a lot to go over. I know it doesn't feel like there's a lot of stuff to touch on, but it, it, at the same time, there's so much change happening around the world. Coronavirus, we talked about it last week. Now, this week, it, it's truly in full effect for a lot of reasons, Everything's off, right? Everything's everything's off the table at this point. No one knows what the heck's going on. We're going to talk the coronavirus some more, its impact, its outreach, what it's happened, what, what we're missing now, what we're not going to be able to talk about, what we are still going to be able to talk about. We're going to then talk about the new CBA for the NFL. They literally just signed it a couple hours before we went on air, so we're going to break that down a little bit. In the second half of the show, we're going to do another Merckstone mock draft. However... This week's MercSaw Mock Draft Corner is going to be a little bit different because yours truly found a mock draft that he's going to show to Mike because I think it's interesting. It's a little bit of a different take on the draft, so we'll, we'll, we'll attack that. And then we're also going to do our promised free agency primer. Uh, we're going to, you know, free agency as of this recording is still on for this Wednesday. I don't know if that's going to be the case going forward. We'll talk about that in a second. But if it is, we'll have all that information for you ready to go. As far as the Lions go, the Lions made some moves the past couple days. Uh, we're going to break all of that down for you today. Um, but let's just go with the hot topic. Everyone's talking about it literally and nobody can stop talking about it. It feels like uh, the coronavirus I don't want to say strikes again, but it's continued to ruin our lives for several different reasons. You know, it started off as, okay, maybe okay. the NBA is going to suspend games. That was the big news. And now it's, okay, now we're not going to get a Big Ten tournament, ACC tournament, in basketball. Now March Madness isn't going to have fans. And then 17 minutes later, okay, never mind. March Madness is canceled altogether. NHL delays the season. Spring training is now delayed for Major League Baseball, which is going to push back the opening of the season. Um, the XFL rest of the season gone. See ya, goodbye. Um, Come back next year. Yeah, come back next year. We hope, right? Um, you know the NFL has you know they canceled some of their uh, spring meetings. Um, they have not yet delayed the draft as of now. They're 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 thinking about doing it without a whole bunch of people there like usual, which doesn't surprise me. Um, the like I said before, free agency is still scheduled to kick off as of now. I don't think it's going to, but we have to assume it is for now. Um so yeah, everything's off, everything's done. everything's everything's off, right? We're 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 sitting here watching cornhole tournaments and old bowling. bowling and and it's just, you know, it's a rough rough time to be a fan. I know we were going to do a whole March Madness episode even without the fans, we were still going to be able to do a bracket and everything like that. Now everyone's got a perfect bracket cuz nobody wins. Yep. Um but Mike, just your thoughts on just how fast this has affected the sports community. I mean, it's affecting our everyday lives too. But we don't take that stuff that seriously here on this show. We're not. No. We're not going to bo- bum me no. out like we're going every- to go play basketball later. Yeah, I say so. we're, we're not going to bum you out with all of the news and all that good stuff. But um, it, from a sports perspective, though, I mean, we're we're in purgatory right now. We really are. We're all just kind of floating here, you know. And I know we're doing a lot of NFL talk this week, it's strictly because it's the only league that's doing anything mm-hmm. right now. So. Um, your thoughts on how fast this has kind of hit the sports world and how much do you hate your life right now? <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually hate it, my life it, quite right. a lot right now, I'm not going to lie. Uh,
1: my viewing room is not going to be used for right. a good right. month and a half yeah, right now. I'm just going to watch all my movies all yeah, over again. No, I know, i have going right. to watch all 340 <laughs> of them all over again because there's nothing else to do out here. Usually I have... NBA on, NHL yeah, on, right. and now it's gonna have March Madness on every single day. Yeah, now all that's taken yep. apart. It's all gone. This Stupid virus. Right. That's going around. Yep. Infecting everyone's lives. Yeah, and it's an awful time. Yeah. it really is an awful time for sure. Uh,
0: are you off school? Did, did they yeah. cancel? Are you just I online? I had this first week
1: off. So yeah. like some colleges, like Oakland, yeah, they're just like yeah online school. Yeah, like right. You guys are screwed. Yeah, right. We're not going to school until like March 23rd, and mm-hmm. then they're going to reevaluate and see Oh, okay, so they're kind so of we're kicking probably, the can down the road yeah, a little Yeah, so we're basically going to be off school. Yeah, that's, oh, that's good,
0: good for you guys. I, yeah, they, they kept my office open. But anyway, um, yeah, get but, yeah, right, um, but no though, I in all honesty, right? There were so many big things about to happen, right? NHL season just get right about to get to the playoff time. The NBA this
1: season was the, gonna get to the playoffs. I
0: know, right? The NBA was going to was really you know, we were we were right at that threshold, right, where we were about to talk about NBA playoffs. Now, to be fair You know, baseball is not canceled, right? Hockey is not canceled. The you know, NBA is not canceled necessarily as of now. March Madness, as of right now, is. I know there's been a little bit of buzz about some coaches trying to get together to kind of provide a plan to maybe get March Madness just. Rescheduled, you know, it'd be April Madness, something like that. I've heard that some big time yeah. coaches, like uh, Gonzaga's coach, I know they've talked uh, a couple D- of guys.
1: Dayton wants to do it. D- yeah, D- right. The you smaller know? schools, right? There, there is well, a because lot. it's money. There's yeah. money so there's, involved. There's with that. problems with that, though. Oh yeah. Um, that arise. So I don't think they'll be able to. Get I don't. It done. I
0: don't. I don't think they will either. But there's there's, there's been some talk, right. right? I don't think it's gonna happen. I think this year's just gonna be like, well, it's a wash. I know they've been talking. The swa has been talking about extra eligibility for seniors and, yeah. and other players. You know, which, in all honesty, like if. If you're going to the if you're going to the show, you're going to the show. It's not really going to yeah. matter. But, um, but you know, your thoughts on you know this season, especially. Here's the thing: Do you think out of any sport, right, which one is taking the biggest hit right now? Because I personally think it's the NBA, mm-hmm. because you're right at the, you're right at the, at the playoff time now. The NHL, just because the NHL is not as popular. As a whole yeah. in the United States, right? That's why I say the NBA, baseball. It's going to be around for seven months anyway. So kicking the can down the road a couple mo- a week or, or a couple yeah. weeks or a month, whatever, fine. But I think the NBA, due to its popularity, right? It's the primary sport going on right now for m- most Americans, right? And you're just about to end the playoff. End of this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you've never been more balanced as far as the league goes, as far as superstars on a whole bunch of different teams, mm-hmm. and now you've Now you're cutting the game. Now you're cutting the regular season short by
1: twenty some games. Yeah, I mean, I would I would be a lot more worried if there was a lot of like close races, s- close races, yeah. and seating mm-hmm. matchups that were problems. Right, there's a lot of like two through five seating matchups that are mm-hmm. all a game or two away. Mm-hmm. But I think if they go into April. April eighteenth or whatever, mm-hmm. whenever they Adam Silver goes, and yeah, the bites yeah the minimum and, time, yeah, whatever, the minimum time, whatever. He goes, okay, we're just going to start the playoffs now. Right, I don't think there's going to be too many teams That'd besides be like, maybe maybe New Orleans because yeah. they're only two games behind an eight seed, mm-hmm. where they're just going to be like, well, right, you know, what right. I mean, like right. as long as you're in the playoffs, you like seating at that point is just you got a shot now, yeah, you yeah. have a shot, right? Like, if you're not playing the team you wanted to play, won't right. well, you probably weren't going to play them originally or anything? Mm-hmm. So I think. I do think the NBA is hitting hard. I think the, the league that right. hits the hardest is... Uh, college basketball. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, the NCAA. Because yeah, I think March, Madness, actually, is March a, Madness is such a such a cow of their money. playoff yeah. right. Atmosphere. Absolutely for sure. So for the sure. NBA is not there yet, but yeah. I think in the long run, the NBA is going to get hit the hardest by yeah. far yeah. because I think if especially if they end up like canceling this season, oh my for gosh. some reason, oh. like if it doesn't clear by April or May, they're just right. are we just going to end the season now? Right. There's so many. Oh, there like, gonna be a lot of
0: teams that are pissed. Well, here's uh, the thing. Uh, let me ask you this because you know we talk about LeBron here a lot on yes. the show, right? Now. If the season were to get canceled, that's going to introduce a whole host of problems for some of these teams, like the Lakers, where does Anthony Davis now become a free agent? Yeah. Does he have to stay another year? Are they going to rework some stuff? Are they going to like, all right, let's play it back? Because, in, in you know, we've told this before, if the Lakers don't get it done now, we don't know if they ever will, yes. right? Especially if Anthony Davis leaves. This could be LeBron's last shot at yeah. getting a a good team with an actual chance to the finals. Now, maybe he wills them on, you know, on nothing but sheer will another year later or something like that. But the yeah. point being is that he's never had a guy like this before. Yeah. If he leaves, and now all this kind of stuff shakes out, and you're like, man, if you're a Lakers fan, or, like, you lose a year, if you're, if you're the Clippers, you're like, wow, we just lost a whole year of Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. We could have yeah. theoretically won a championship. Yeah. The Bucks are like, dude, we're having the best season almost ever, and no one's even talking about it. Yeah. We could have had a run to the finals. We could win a championship. Yeah. I mean... The implications of a fully canceled season would be, would be huge. Yeah, yeah, I can't even on. imagine. It's just
1: you're wasting. The Warriors are gonna come back and if they get to the finals, they're like, yeah, we we've been to the finals all six straight years because there's no finals. Mm-hmm. Like right, and we the first pick, and we have the first pick. You know what I mean? And we have so, Minnesota's like, first pick. Yeah, they're Dude, just geez. they're just they're they're up at, up there. Yeah. And, you're wasting away LeBron's like last two or three years. Of, playing of true... F- I mean, he's 35, thir- right? Yeah, he's 35. Jesus. So you're just wasting away now. Next yep. year, he's going to be 36, and yep. he yep. probably won't be the same player. Well, yeah, well, Andy even Davis. if he is, if Andy
0: Davis is gone, I mean, good lord. Talk about yeah, a gaping so. size hole.
1: Yeah, it's, it's gonna be a big
0: right. There's just so shot. many different things, right? There's a lot of implications for Pistons fans. It's like, damn, I want to the rest of these games to play out so we can keep losing and hopefully tank to get to a top three pick. Yeah, that's what you were hoping if mm-hmm. you're a Pistons fan. You're at I think five right now. I think in most five to between five. I've seen the lottery generators get you anywhere from three to seven is where yeah. I've kind of seen them right now. So either way, if you get to three, maybe you're not as upset. But if you have potential to get one, even though there's not a Zion out there. Still gonna get somebody worth worth a damn. Um, lots of different stuff affecting you know everything. So unfortunately, we're not gonna be doing. I promised last week we were gonna be doing a quick hitter episode on the March Madness, but now that March Madness is at this point canceled, um, that's gonna be a pretty short episode. So we're not gonna be doing a quick hitter. Yeah. Who wins? Blank space. That's who yeah, wins. It's pretty. Wins. Um, But, yeah, so obviously this is taking a massive hit on on everything, you know, hopefully. you know, In Detroit it feels weird because I feel like this is the time where it's like this happens now, especially here in this city where you kind of go, okay, Mm because everyone's so terrible anyway. Like, Pistons are bad. We know they're tanking finally. Mm -hmm. The Wings have been tanking, so they're the first team eliminated. The Tigers, they haven't haven't really started up yet, and they're going to be bad anyway. It's kind of like... Okay, that's okay if we just kind of skip this whole season and yeah. just go to next year. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, this isn't, has not been the best go-round. So, obviously, uh, interesting. We'll kind of keep note of it. Hopefully, we get some NBA playoff basketball because that's where I'm really excited. I'd be really bummed out if we don't get some of these matchups because mm-hmm. that's going to really really suck. Um, all right, let's jump now to the new NFL CBA. It officially passed this morning. 17-game um, regular season officially. Now, I know... Every year it's been week 17, but there's a bye thrown in there. Now we have 17 games, including bye. So an 18-week regular season, uh, three preseason games, right? So we knock off a preseason game. Am I correct on that? Um, Yeah. And then we also have, uh, you know, increased revenue share for the players. We have additional playoff teams now. So instead of six playoff teams, there's going to be seven, which then forces now the two-seed, who normally gets a bye in the first week of the playoffs. Now they have to play, which is, once again, another game, you know. Um, It's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of changes. I'm not going to bore you with all the details on revenue and, and player equity and increased game checks and yada, yada, yada. We don't care about that as fans. They they can handle that themselves. But from a content perspective, though, this changes the game quite a bit mm-hmm. because now you have, once again, you have another game, right, against, it's against the opposite conference,
1: correct? Yeah, it's a, it's the, they pick one of the three. So, like, hypothetically, you're the Lions, Right. right? Normally, you would play like say the entire AFC East, right? Hypothetically, <clears throat> yep. so since you were the last seed this year, you would play the bottom seed of one of the three remaining AFC teams. Okay, so right? They, they're going to get the 17th game.
0: Okay, so they're just going to pick it random, right? and So theoretically, be, they could play Cincinnati next. Yeah, they could play year, like Cincinnati, and it's going to be at and a neutral, Miami. It's going right. to be at
1: a neutral site too. Oh, really? They're going to go like international. Every team's going to have like one international game. Oh that's, boy, where, that's, that's where you're getting it. It's an AFC awesome. versus a- NFC international, right. right? Now
0: this is going to happen not af- not this season, but after yeah, this the season, the new, Yeah, the 2021 season. season However, so that, yeah. the
1: playoffs will be the 2020 season. Okay, so they have. Yeah, so that this addendum. upcoming season, you're so going to have the seven. Let's
0: playoff. talk about that for a hot second. I didn't know that that yeah. part of it, but if that's the case, then if you're the Detroit Lions, in mm-hmm. in you know specifically, you have to be over the moon just yeah. about that one little thing right there because. You know, as we've talked about at Nauseam at this point, and so is every other Detroit radio host in the world because they have nothing else to talk about. Um, you you now allow another spot, All and right. if you're Matt Patricia, Bob Quinn in that regime, you're like, man, we got to get the playoffs. This opens up. Another slot for you to get there, so maybe nine and seven, ten and six does get it done, yeah. or you know, ten and seven, whatever the hell it's going to be, or yeah. you know, whatever it is, you know. So if this you upcoming open, season it would be, nine, would, yeah, six. right, right, but yeah, that's going to be weird to say. Oh, we went ten and seven. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be weird. Um, but yeah, for this upcoming season, maybe nine and seven gets it done, yep. right? Maybe you know, there's a theory, there's a possibility maybe you could see three teams from the same division, you know. Like, at one point, we were talking just a couple years ago, it was like Minnesota, you know, Green Bay and us, or Chicago, you know, whatever. It was... It was a three-team race there for a hot second. In mm-hmm. a lot of cases, now, in a
1: hypothetical, you could see an entire conference make it, right? But that's usually that doesn't happen. No, because yeah. usually there's at least that one bottom team, right?
0: Yeah, because the other teams get the division wins. They yeah. all beat each other up, right? Yeah. You, but point being, you know, if you're in a, you know, we've been we've seen it now in the past couple of years, and are at least in our lifetime, where the Lions go down the last game of the season, where you win the division mm-hmm. and you're a three seed, lose, and you're the six, right? Now maybe okay, yeah, maybe we're the six, but we're, now we're playing the three, and maybe we're playing a different mm-hmm. set of of, you know, or we're playing instead of the two or what have you. So yeah. you, you get a little bit of different, you know, you get a different shot, you know, mm-hmm. honestly. There's potential for bigger upsets. Can you imagine a two seed losing on the first? You're the second in the NFC Conference and you lose in wildcard weekend mm-hmm. because. The number 17 comes out of nowhere, and, you know, it's like... There's a lot of different possibilities. Your thoughts on the new CBA? I'm honestly surprised it passed. Just with every... A lot of the vocal people were the higher player profiles, obviously. I
1: think they were shooting for all the... Minimum wage players, mm-hmm. not the minimum wage players. Right, no, probably. right, right, you know, right. The, yeah, like right. The league, minimum, the league minimum, yeah, right. Players. And I think there are yeah. more of those mm-hmm. than there are high ranking players. Oh yeah, because they're like, hey, instead of five hundred thousand dollars as a minimum, we're going to increase it to a million or whatever. Oh, yeah, it was. I think yeah. But like, they're like sold. Like, right. give, me, give me more money, or whatever. Right. Where yeah. like the top guys are like they don't care cuz they're making 36 million so that that part doesn't right. like include to them but i think that's where they were getting all of the players to right and, and we've seen players.
0: player revenue increase we've seen the player share inside the tv deals i think go from 48 to 49% Nine yeah yeah, yeah so we've seen some some shift there in the money right we've also yeah. seen you know Uh, But I think you make a great point, though, and that that was some of the bigger things that's, you know, with another regular season game, it's another game check, right? Another playoff game, another game check, right? It's those kinds of things, um, you know, I know some of the higher profile players wanted changes to not only the revenue share, but also changes to something like the franchise tag, Mm -hmm. right? Or the transition tag, or restricted free agency, and those kinds of things, but... You know, the biggest thing was they avoided the lockout, which was huge. I didn't think they would. I thought for sure we'd go into this lame duck season, and then next year we were going to be delayed again. Um, but the fact they got it done, and I and I think you hit the, the nail right in the head. The majority of players making league minimum, you know, salaries. You know, you go from, say, $750,000 a year to 900 a million, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, per season, that's a big change, yes. you know, for a lot of people. So, it, you know, it, it sounds funny when you say, well, I'm only making $750,000. But if every week you don't know if you have a job, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you got to last that whole season, that's a big deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, roster guaranteed stuff, we have some, you know, it, you get. Qualified for benefits, I think. After instead of being on a team for five years, I think it's just shifted now to three. To where once you retire, you get benefits and all that good stuff. So, um, for being part of the NFLPA, lots of different stuff going on there. But once again, I'm mean, I'm I'm extremely
1: surprised yeah. that they did that. Um, the best part about this is I always like to put the most fun points on the regular season. Yeah. Because I think the postseason is like when the guys are made, like mm-hmm. Patrick mm-hmm. Holmes is made in the mm-hmm. postseason. But I think the regular season should be probably the most important part. And I think having the one seed is the only seed mm-hmm. to get a buy on each side. Mm-hmm. Now makes that one seed like, let's say oh, if, yeah. if so much if more. it's like, 12 and 3, 12 and 3, 12 and right, 3. Right. And it's like, we have to win this game to get the one. Because now the two seed, right. The before, it was like, as long as we get the two, we're fine. Because we get right. a, a bye week home game right. and then possibly go on the road. Mm-hmm. Now it's game, 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 game. Right. Having to go play the one seed yes. eventually or whatever yes, at, exactly. on the road. So now it's like. Right. I think that adds the benefit of the regular season. To right. now you have to play to the last week mm-hmm. to guarantee that you get that one seed.
0: Exactly. Yep. So we we you know we I actually just got a notification here that they they ratified the agreement with a one thousand nineteen to nine hundred and fifty nine majority vote. So mm-hmm. uh, and they also looks like they just finally set the salary cap too. Literally as we're on the air here to two hundred and. I'm sorry. Salary cap is 198.2 million for the 2020 yeah. season. So, it increased from of 10 million dollars. Yeah, right. So yeah, we'll talk about that here in a second, the second half of the show when we do our free agency primer. But yeah, I like I said, I'm glad there's no lockout. Right. That's yeah. like that would have just been the ultimate kick in the teeth. With everything else that we've had going on this past week, it's just been one thing after another after another after another. For that also, um, for for it to be. You know, delayed, or we we know going into the next season that it's going to be you know awful. It's just gonna, it would suck yeah. for sure, absolutely. Um, real quick here before we go, I went back to this coronavirus thing real fast. You think we can cancel Mania?
1: Um, will they cancel WrestleMania? Um, yes. I don't know if cancel is the right word. I think they They're might gonna move, move it, it or yeah. push it back. Only because I think because Tampa shut down all things up until like April fourth, right. And WrestleMania is April fifth, yeah. so unless Vince can yeah. somehow sway this, yeah, right? But I don't trust eighty thousand people coming from everywhere around the world into one venue in Florida. I, I don't think that's a great idea right. for the U.S. at all. Yeah. So I think uh, there's a very high probability that it gets shut down. Yeah, yeah. Or I, I or move. I
0: think it should get. I think oh, it okay, should I'll get delayed. Probably weeks. is what's going to wind up happening. Um, you know, I think they're. I think they're hoping that okay. Okay, we give it a week or two. Let's just see how the reaction yeah. is. Okay, if this is really I, died down, then I all think, of a sudden, okay. I
1: think that's why they're like they're talking about it, but nothing's been announced for WrestleMania yeah. because I think they're literally going. Okay, let's see its as longest. As, like, give yeah. me until like two days before. Be like. Right can we run this show safely? Right. right. I think that, because at all costs are going to run it. If yeah. They if this was
0: any other show outside of Mania, I think it would have already been moved or yeah. shut down. But because mm-hmm. it's WrestleMania, you know, because you already have this card booked out too. Like yeah. you've announced cards. Yeah, you you have, can't like, change this. You can't change it now. So yeah. you're just stuck promoting the same stuff for the next couple months. Ooh, it's going to be rough TV for sure. Yeah. All right. After the break, we are going to talk another NFL Merckstone mock draft corner. We're going to talk that, but in this time the roles are reversed. I'm gonna be giving Mike some, giving him the business, and then after that we're gonna jump right into our free agency primer. We just found out the cap number. We see how much money the Lions have to play with. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Stay tuned after the break. Hey guys, this is the mouth of Michigan, Robin Deiket, and I'm here to tell you that I don't want you to give up. I don't want to let this coronavirus thing affect you. Too much. And the best way you can do that, the best way you can do to combat the coronavirus outside of washing your hands, staying away from people, is you know what? Maybe just isolate yourself for a little while. But you know what you should do while you're in isolation? What better way to keep yourself entertained than by listening to the I'm Always Right Sports podcast? I mean, think about it. You want to stay up to date on all your sports. We got you covered. There ain't nothing happening anyway. We're the guys to go to. Make sure you text all your friends remotely. Text them. Be like, hey, i listening to this great podcast called the I'm Always Right Sports Podcast. You're a fan of Detroit sports. You should definitely be subscribed to this show right away. And you know what? Say you listen to this week's episode. Maybe you go back and listen to our archives. Maybe you want to go back and listen to old shows and tell me how much Mike's wrong or how much Rob was wrong or how much Kyle doesn't know about anything besides Jared Cook. Whatever you guys think or you guys want to reflect on, be sure to let us know. Be sure to go back in those archives, listen to those old shows, and try to figure out how maybe how wrong we were or... Based off of the show title, how right we were, because more likely than not, we were probably really spot on. But anyway, be sure to be safe, guys. Wash those hands. Be safe. If you're sick, don't go to work. And be sure to listen to the I'm Always Right Sports podcast every single Monday. And welcome back to part two of the I'm Always Right Sports podcast. Let's just jump right in. Merckstone Mock Draft Corner, flippinized it eyes, flip it eyes, I made up a word here today. So basically what's going to be happening, usually, if you're a fan of the show, you know, Mike comes up with a br- beautiful mock draft, we break it down, we kind of, you know, he has me guess, but this week, we flip in the script, a special Merc mock draft corner. It's going to be the Mindaika mock draft corner uh, for one for one week only it doesn't flow as well it does not yeah. not even i said it out loud for the first time just now and i went yeah i don't like that no, i'm going to put my smart kids sunglasses oh, smart kids sunglasses okay it's going to give me all the right answers. there it is <sighs> there it is all right Good. so what this is right normally you know it's 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 kind of a broken old record to a <laughs> certain extent right with the first couple picks usually right because joe Burrow, chase on blah blah, blah 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 and then when the lines pick it that's kind of where It gets interesting for a lot of people so this week, though, I found a mock draft by Pro Football Focus. Now, we here on the show are, you know, we have an uneasy relationship with Pro Football Focus. Sometimes it's it's nice to see some of those broken down stats. Other times, though, they make no freaking sense whatsoever. And and some NFL players have even come out and said, you have no idea what we do, how we do things. You're wrong. Um, but in this case, I found this pretty interesting. So this is the Pro Football Focus analytics draft. Now, this is from a few days ago, uh, which I don't know how anything could change, really, because... There's been no pro days, um, but basically this is not a generic mock draft where they're picking who goes where because of X reason. What they're doing is they're using some different logic. They're using they're placing a heavy emphasis on positional value and their college to pro projections. so what does positional value mean it means that while saquon barkley right for an example is a tremendous player he maybe doesn't contribute to the amount of wins that say daniel jones will in the future because daniel jones plays quarterback saquon barkley plays running back okay um so keep that in mind um and then the college to pro projections i'm looking at it right now it's it's we take into account how each player grades in different situations in college and train algorithms to project performance into a set of NFL situations. So basically, um, you know, it's every, it's basically they're taking in their athletic profile along with, you know, each different type of play in their position. Okay. So a little bit different way of thinking about it, right? It's basically instead of saying, okay. Joe Burrow goes number one Cincinnati because he's the best quarterback in everyone's minds, right? He's gonna go there. Instead, maybe it says, oh, maybe two was better because of the system that they run, or what what have you, right? So um I'm gonna give you the first one for free. Joe Burrow's still the first pick. Okay. So, okay, so the first pick is Joe Burrow, Thanks. Cincinnati Bengals, right? Um everyone's like, yeah, don't overthink it. He played amazing last year. Just pick the guy. Okay. Number cool. two pick, the Washington Redskins. Who do we have? Thinking about everything. Positional value, I would put an emphasis on on this okay. one. It is that. So, you know what I mean? So, really emphasize that in your mind when, when going through this. Because I think some okay. people are going to be shocked by this, especially the top half of the draft.
1: Okay. Um, well... Washington. Back I'm, I'm not looking. <laughs> no. I think sometimes you try to cheat on my I, I I do not. Care. I am. So I am completely I'm, I'm clear. And in, in the I am a, If you're I watching a, this video, I am offended. I am, so far away. I am offended
0: and uh, distraught okay. that you would accuse me
1: of such things. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go defensive side of the ball. Okay. Um, I'm actually gonna stick with Chase Young. Okay. With the reasoning of, I think on the defensive side, yeah, I think. The edge rusher, like you yeah. need an edge rusher. I mean yep. that's the most important position on yep. the field. Okay, and so he's the best defensive prospect out there, probably, right. and he's in one of the more right. important positions. Right. So I think they go uh, right. chase young. Okay.
0: So, the, so you're not right. Okay. okay. uh They go with Tua. They take Tua Tagovailoa uh, from Alabama. Numbers, yeah. Okay. Right. So here's the rationale behind it because I like your rationale. They just said they literally said is Chase Young the better player? Yes. But does he play quarterback? No. And they no. said TJ Watt, Aaron Donald, Cleo Mack, Miles Garrett, all transcendent pass rushing players, yes. right? They're they're phenomenal. They didn't make playoffs. Right? Yeah. Dwayne Haskins would have probably been the third ranked best passer in the draft. Mm-hmm. So in their minds, say ta- they take an upgrade there, right? And it's it's kind of that's
1: that's really that's what right. it is. So that's they basically
0: was... they don't feel like they have a quarterback that should be your number one priority. Oh, okay. That's that's. See, the yeah, I,
1: I would argue that I can work with Dwayne Haskins enough to. Win for games. sure, for sure, right? But but, that's, they're, they're,
0: but they're, that's what they're saying though is that if you're trying to take a guy that's going to help, is going to necessarily immediately contribute to a win column, yeah. they say that the quarterback position is gotcha. a bigger rank. Okay, okay. so number three now, the, now. Also, I will say there's no trades in this. Okay. No trades, So it's all straight straight up, right? Gotcha um Number three, the Detroit Lions. Who are they taking?
1: Okay, so with that reason, yeah. Al, so they have Stafford, and that's the most important position. Right, right. So they do not they take the quarterback. Will not take they don't a quarterback take a quarterback. Nope. So then they have to chase, take Chase Young because he's the best available player left,
0: right? Right. So that you would think that. This is why this is screwy, okay. right? Who they take? Jeff Okuda. Still. Okay, now here's their rationale behind it. And they even says a lot of Lions fans want to see Chase Young here. No, I uh, I mean that's that's something that, you know, I wouldn't be shocked by. But they said that Patricia and the Belichick scheme, right, that he's coming from, don't value edge rushers as much as they do secondary players. Because they don't rush a lot, right? So they just they don't value that. They need they they expect their guys to co- play a lot of man coverage. They said they don't know if Darius Slay is going to be there. Justin Coleman struggled during the second half of the season. Quandre Diggs is already gone. They need to rebuild the back end. He's a press man corner, which then allows the Lions to rush more players because they have a better secondary. That's that's their logic okay. behind it. I don't See, necessarily agree with this. So I was going to say,
1: I don't agree with that, and here's why. I yeah. think Isaiah Simmons mm-hmm. is, would fit more into their system then Okuda will because mm-hmm. I think I say Simmons if you want to say like can help the team the most at that yeah. point I think he could play that that
0: I would almost agree with because you look at it and you go wow that's like a five tool player yeah and they uh, he's in this he's in this coming is up he, in the next, coming up? Okay. the next he's, couple picks the couple picks but they have they don't even have him labeled they just have him at as playmaker right okay. so but that's what I mean because uh, like yeah.
1: if you're going by okay what right. fits their scheme though us? So right. I'm like okay a you linebacker inside, who can outside. cover <laughs> he can play safety and maybe has <laughs> rush yeah, pass for sure. Here's so,
0: this is where shit's gonna get. Sorry, excuse me the language, but this is where stuff's really gonna get like okay, um, four. crazy. Yeah, because okay. this is this is where we get like a little weird for a hot okay. second here. Um, some of these other ones make a little bit more okay, sense. So but the Giants are next. The Giants are next. You get this, I'm gonna give you a standing ovation because it's not. Let me put it this way: I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna help you a little bit. It's on the offensive side of the ball. Okay, that's where
1: I was actually gonna go. Okay,
0: all right. Uh, okay, so offensive yeah, side of the Jones. ball, and I'm gonna give you another one too. It's not a tackle. Okay, that's exactly where I was going to go. <laughs> I had a feeling you were going to. So it's not I a was going to go left tackle yep. and name a guy. Yeah, um, right.
1: So I guess. See, I don't know how they value Daniel Jones at that point. No,
0: it's not a quarterback. It's, okay. No, there, so, there, there's not another quarterback taken until, until yeah for a good several, while. The whole rest of the first round, I think. Oh wow,
1: I'm shocked that Herbert doesn't go anywhere there. Uh, All right. I'm looking. Hey, at Yeah, keep going. I know. I know the pick. Okay. so keep going. So number four. So the Giants, it's not yeah, no, offense alignment, somewhere on the offense, so it has to be um oh god, do they go like C D Lamb?
0: Is that your final pick? Yeah. You were right on the position. It's wide okay. receiver, they go Henry Ruggs. They go Henry Ruggs. That's why I said this is weird. Okay.
1: I, I agree to it, because I get Henry yep. Ruggs It's very fast and right. can open up the middle of the field. But I think that CD Lamb can almost do the same thing. Right. But he's just a better prospect. Right. At that they point. said
0: basically Jerry Judy is their top receiver in Pro Football Focus's world, right? Yeah. But they said that their projections slightly favor Ruggs. He lined up primarily out wide. They already have a decent slot guy, um, with with golden, obviously. Yes. They like Darius Slayton still, that he kind of came on, right? Also,
1: um, oh, rugs going to be the outside. Rugs is the
0: outside, Ruggs just in. running straight that's, down. He's their Tyreek. Right. You okay. know what I mean. So that's kind of their rationale behind it. Once again, I would think they probably go tackle, if not defense. But I, I think one. that's this I think is. Let me yeah. Let me just put this out there. This is not how this draft's going to go by yeah. any I means of stretch of imagination. But it's fun to kind of look at and go, oh, okay. I kind of you if once you understand the logic behind it, you can get there. Yeah. You know what I mean. All right, let's go, let me see, let me see. All right, let's do Miami, and then after that, I'll kind of just give you some names after that. So okay. number five, Miami. Once again, no more quarterbacks are taken off the board. Um, who do they take? Uh, Which they're, is, they're this, gonna... this draft already is shot, because there's no way Miami gets out of the first round and doesn't take a quarterback, yeah. That's just dumb.
1: Unless they take one very, very late yeah. in this weird world that we're living in. Yeah, they don't.
0: I already checked the whole rest wow. of the draft. They do not take one.
1: Um, I guess... See, now, here's the problem with Miami right. is they need a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. So they go like, defense first. They go defense first. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say they go Isaiah Simmons only because he, he can play twelve teams. positions on the defense. And there's right. only eleven of them.
0: Nope, they go edge rusher Chase Young. Oh, I forgot he's still there. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> So they go chase on okay, basically okay. the same reason why right. we would take him maybe number three, right? Yeah. Best player of the draft, yada yada yada, yada, right? Okay. Uh, some th- some ones of note: number six, Tristan Morse from Iowa. He's the one that you know they have a bad offensive line, and he's you know they they took him running that fast forty and everything else as athleticism to be a top the top one.
1: Here's my only problem with that is since yeah. free agency hasn't hit yet. Oh yeah, for sure, right? They, they, yeah, if, yeah, exactly. Like yeah, there's, they don't have there's, one. My, right. there's my there's my because like Cincinnati at that point, I would go. You have at least have Andy Dalton there, right, or whatever. Right. As like, of now, as right. of like the second, right? Like no doubt, they, the Chargers don't even have a quarterback on their roster spot, so you yeah. have they to have Geno Smith thing. right now. I think yeah, whatever. But
0: number seven. That's where Isaiah Simmons goes, right? Uh, he's basically they say he's a steal to replace Luke Keekly. Um Yada yada yada, tremendous athlete. Number eight is Jerry Judy, um, tackle. Tackle. Wow, they have tackle. Josh Jones going number ten. Woo, that's crazy. Okay. C.D. Lamb goes eleven to the uh, to the Jets. Okay. That's um, Laviska Shenault, the wide receiver out of Colorado, goes thirteen. Wow. Um, over now, Justin Jefferson who goes fifteen. Travon Diggs.
1: Where'd you say Isaiah Simmons goes? He Does goes to uh, Carolina. 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 Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, and yeah, then without we, Luke Kuechly, that's a fit. Yes. Yeah.
0: Antoine Winfield, who's a lot of guys have projected uh, them to go to the Lions in the second round, he goes 17 to Dallas. Um, Miami takes C.J. Henderson from Florida, a cornerback at their number 18 pick. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. There's a lot of like, there's a lot. Chase Claypool, the guy that I'm really high on from Notre Dame, he goes 24 to N- New Orleans. Um, that wouldn't be shocked me. Wow, they took another corner. Wow, Miami takes Jeff Gladney from TCU, a cornerback. And they're 26 picks. So they went defense, defense, defense. defense. Wow. Really stacked up that defense. Oh, my goodness. There's a lot of tackles. There's a lot of corners. There's a lot of wide receivers. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of... Yeah, that's pretty much the the, just that. They just took like okay, those they took who's the best athlete, right? And then they said, okay, where do they fit these needs accordingly to what team is basically what they do based off of scheme. So
1: a little bit interesting take,
0: you know. I thought it was, I thought it was different than something we've done normally. Do I think that's how the draft was going to go? Not even close. Not even a little bit. There's no way. Uh, that Justin Herbert goes completely out of the first round. Shoot, I don't think Jordan Love gets out of the first round. Uh, Maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll do our individual mock drafts or something like that. Maybe coming up here, especially if we get some more time on the draft. All right, let's jump right in now to, I think, is the main event, the uh, free agency primer. Now, free agency, as of this recording, I haven't seen anything online yet yet. To say that that is going to be delayed. I don't know how that's not going to be delayed, but we got to act like it's not. Um, New CBA is in effect. We know the salary cap numbers, all that good stuff. Let's just jump right in here. You know, there's a lot of guys out there, there's a lot of dreamers, there's a lot of people where you go, wow, there's a lot of. A lot of people out there, you know, that the Lions could go grab. Whether they actually do or not is is going to be the case. The Lions just cut Rick Wagner, right? They're starting right tackle. There's been no indication they're going to re-sign Graham Glasgow. Um, so you need to basically re- rebuild one half your line. I know they like Tyrell Crosby. I don't know if he's going to be the starting right tackle. Maybe they assume that, well, it can't get much worse with Wagner because Wagner was terrible. So it, it's kind of one of those things where they save $6 million in cap. Um, you got the list of free agents pulled I up do. there, Mike? Okay, cool. I'm going to look at the, how much cap the Lions actually have. Um, they have about $51 million in cap. Now, before anybody goes crazy here just for a second. That's number 16 in the league, right? So smack dab in the middle. League average is around 45 million. Um, but also just keep in mind too, you got you got to send your rookies too. So they they're not going to blow $66 million Right here, right or 50, $51 dollars right off the bat. Okay, um, the highest cap total Miami clearly ninety four million. Indianapolis has eighty five. Tampa shocking. has eighty four, which is crazy, but they're not paying a quarterback, so I guess it makes sense. Um, yeah, Buffalo, Buffalo, that's a team. Wow, they have seventy seven million cap. They already had a nice season last year. That's a team to look out for. Um, but the Lions have the most salary cap, especially in their division. The next closest team is Green Bay with $25 million in cap. The Chicago Bears have $23 million in cap. Minnesota has 19 because they just cut Xavier Rhodes. Everson Griffin just opted out and Linville Joseph. So they were actually at negative cap. Mm-hmm. And they just cleared out some space. Pittsburgh is currently the only team that has negative cap space with negative 2.9 million, uh, which is crazy. Atlanta has 721 thousand dollars in cap right now, and New Orleans has 11 million. So those are your bottom three, and then Jacksonville uh, rounds out the bottom four with 15 million, which is crazy because Jacksonville's awful. Um, you know, usually they're always on the top of that, yeah. on the top of that heat. But
1: well, they're paying a backup quarterback. 80 million dollars i'm so. trying to trade him yeah. who's
0: gonna take that that's just the dumbest thing i've ever seen but anyway all right so back to your detroit lions for a hot second here right 51 million dollars in cap um the, the big thing is um you know wh- what are the needs right so let's break down these needs for a hot second here we've got cornerback obviously right you know now that's why free agency is so important for a variety of reasons. Number one, it complements what you do in the draft. But two, it it's going to change what people do in the draft now based off of who they land. So if the Lions land Byron Jones and they keep Slay. They sign Slay to an extension, right? Maybe Jeff Okuda now is off the board for them, right? You got you got a gazillion dollars worth of money invested in that. So maybe maybe Isaiah Simmons or Derek Brown is the pick, right? Sure. Um, if they don't, Slay gets traded. Whatever. Now you got Justin Coleman, Awarie, and a whole bunch of you know whatever. Maybe, but you know that that takes a precedent. Let's go over a couple guys though that maybe we have already signed. Greg Olson goes to your Seattle Seahawks, one yes, year, does. seven million dollars, right? Josh Norman goes to Buffalo. Six million dollar deal. Uh, Demetrius Harris, tight end. Blah blah blah. Uh, he signed with Chicago, and then John Wetzel, guard, stays in Atlanta for a one year, nine hundred thirty thousand dollar deal. Anyway, a couple guys are probably going to get franchise tag. Brandon Sheriff, the guard from Washington. He's going to get the. He's going to get the tag. Um, I think Chris Jones, the defensive tackle from Kansas City. He's uh-huh. going to get the tag. Um, is there any other big names getting the franchise tag? It
1: would be interesting if like Dak gets a tag.
0: Oh, uh, Dak probably will. Honestly, yeah. he wants like forty million dollars a year. Yeah. Um, I don't even think about quarterbacks half the time because we have Stafford. So I don't even like for free agency purposes. I don't really, I don't really think about it. But some of the guys that are, let's just go with the top fifty, right? Technically, Drew Brees is still a free agent. He's going. He's going to go back to New Orleans. Tom Brady. Before we talk Lions for a hot second here, where do you think Brady goes? Um. I am still, to my core, think he's going to go back to New England after you just be like, "See, I could have left." But at the same time, I, just because in, in my mind, it's like if you want to win, mm-hmm. it makes no sense to go anywhere else because nobody else has a cap space to get you there outside of the Colts.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I would I, say my my only argument team is Tennessee. Yeah, and I don't know if they have the cap and are able to sign you, retain the team they had last year. Well, they no, I think the
0: franchise tag. Ryan Tannehill, didn't they? Did they have I don't tag? Think so. he's Oh no, not yet. Oh, Okay, markets, maybe they so. haven't.
1: Yeah, I thought they did. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. But continue. Um, yeah. Well, because they were going to sign either one of them. Right. I think I'd rather have Tannehill at this point because if you sign Tannehill, he showed that he's good and he can also play. But I guess you can't go wrong with Brady at this point either. Right. And so I think if I had to guess, Brady. I think would you saw.
0: I think you saw what Tannehill can get you to. You know what I mean? With, yeah. the, with, with the perfect circumstances, right? So I think if you're Tennessee, I'd be very, very cautious about giving Tannehill a bunch of money. You know I don't I mean? think a lot of money, yeah. but I
1: do think, like, I don't know if I'm up to play, playing Brady $30 million at forty four. No doubt,
0: 70, no right? doubt. I'm just saying, like, that for me, I'm just like, whoa, boy, like, Ryan Tannehill, like, he's 32. It's not like he's a young whippersnapper yeah. either. You know what I mean? Like, I know Brady's 43. That's a bit of a difference. But point being... You know he's not it, and he has not shown outside of this season. You know, so I'd be I'd be a little nervous, especially if you're not going to keep Derrick Henry around. Um, Chris Jones, he's a defensive end, defense tackle. He's going to get. Um, oh, he got
1: the franchise. Yeah,
0: he's going to get franchise tag. Amari Cooper. I don't think he's in the Lions' plans at all. I don't think he's going to stay in Dallas. I don't think they have the money to no. pay. I don't think. I mean, they uh, they have a lot of cap space, but if you're going to sign Dak. Or yeah. franchise tag Dak. That's 25, 30 million right there. You know, you're going to have to at some point, um, you're going to make a decision on Cooper because, I mean, geez, I mean, $20 million a year for a wide receiver? See, I, this is where I think it's crazy because
1: I think I would rather pay Cooper that than pay Dak that. Yes. Like, I I'd agree. Rather, I'd rather go, okay, grab me Jordan Love in the draft and give yes, me Amari Cooper. Absolutely. And to
0: Your side. defense is pretty set. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're losing Byron Jones. Now, here's the first guy. I think that the Lions are are somewhat around, right? Yeah. I would assume, right? So, in, in your opinion, do you like, let's just assume for a second there that the impact on Slay has, there's no impact, right? You know what I mean? So, say Slay's here for a year, then he's gone, he gets traded, whatever. I do still think that they're going to be in on Byron Jones in some capacity. Whether he actually comes here or not is not necessarily the case, but I think Byron Jones is definitely somebody that the Lions are taking a very, very strong look at right now.
1: Yes, I agree. I think him and... Uh... Who's the other one, Chris, Chris Harris, Harris Jr.? Yes. I think both of them are definitely on the radar. definitely on at least on the radar. If not, like, mm-hmm. hey, come here, we're interviewing mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like, yeah. I think it's definitely Absolutely. got to be one of those two.
0: Absolutely. Um, I think another guy too. I don't know if they're going to invest the kind of money that they want, but it, especially if they don't like Tyrell Crosby, I'm going to skip down a little bit here to Jack Conklin, uh, the yeah. right tackle out of Tennessee. Um, I think he's going to want a lot of money. Um, so it, it, it's it's something around fifteen, to eighteen million dollars is what they're projecting that he gets. I wouldn't be shocked by that number whatsoever. The Lions have, have shown that if they want to sign a guy, they will pay big money to get him. I don't know if they like Crosby enough to give him that run or not, but um I think that's somebody to look at. I think I think the next two guys, if you're you're looking at spot track, right, right now? Yeah. So I think two guys that would fit make a lot of sense for them. Uh Corey Littleton, yes. the inside linebacker from the Rams. That's a guy that's probably been uh mocked, I guess, pre-agency positioned to the Lions a lot, right? Mm-hmm. I do think they need some help at linebacker. Um I don't know what they're gonna do with jared Davis, so I think that needs to be make a decision. I also think Devin mccourty is another guy. I know he plays free safety. I know he's an older dude um, but I do think that him as a leader, right? I think what that allows you to do then almost is put Tracy Walker in a weird like Palomalu kind of role where he's just Roman being a playmaker. I, I, I would see something like that as I well. I don't know,
1: I would that's the first one I would disagree with. Yeah. I don't think um I don't think safety is a is a place where I would look at for free agency. Mm -hmm. I would go more in the offensive line, corner, linebacker spots. No doubt. So I I do like the leadership that he would bring. Yeah. But I think you can really work with Mm -hmm. – um, Tracy Walker. Is, I, oh, I love Tracy Walker. He's uh, one of my and, favorite. And and yeah, even, for sure. Even, um, will Harris. Will Harris. Yeah. I think. I think he, they will fit in just perfectly. Right. So I don't think that right. they need that. Especially if they, mm-hmm. if they do end up getting like a Byron Jones and they draft like an Isaiah Simmons type player. Right. I think. Yeah, your you're athleticism. Your fine. athleticism is true. Yeah, I think fan. you're perfectly fine with that. Yeah.
0: No Talk doubt. No like doubt. I, and here's the thing, right? I'm just going through guys that I have seen, kind of, you know, rumored, and you know, looking at. People, you know, I think another guy, DJ Reader, the defensive yeah. tackle out of Houston. You need D-tackle help, right? Yeah. Uh, I think Darius Kilgo, I think, is gone too as well. Snacks Harris is gone. You don't got a lot of bodies there, right? I think he fits. He's 26. Um, I'm always a little bit weary, though, of paying D-tackles a ton of money. I feel like that's like one of those positions where it's like you can obviously tell they're not a good player. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, all right, they're projecting him to get a five-year, $60 million deal. It's like, man. For a D tackle, woof. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh gosh dang it. That's like that I would say tough.
1: yeah. The next guy I would look at is uh Joe Thun Tooney? Is, Tooney, is yeah. His name? yeah. Tooney. Yeah. Um yep. guard, guard out of New, New England. England. Yes. He's 27, now, looking at 14 well, million, which right. is high, but I think for a guard, I think it could really well, be Well here
0: here's the part that's crazy, right? And I'd honestly be a little annoyed because here's my thing. Now if if he is, if, if Joe is an immediate upgrade over Glasgow, fine. But Glasgow is going to command probably 10 to $12 million a year, right. right? I project him to go probably somewhere like the Jets. That's probably You Like, Kalichi Asumele, uh, he was there last year. They had that weird medical issue. He's not there. I think he's a fit there. But you're going to go pay now Joe from New England. Now, granted, right, I think he's a better player than Glasgow is. But Glasgow yes. plays guard and center, right? You're going to cost you more money. I don't know why you just don't keep... Glasgow. You know what I mean? I like that. I don't disagree with you that he's on their radar, but it, the logic behind him coming here is like, why didn't you just play Glasgow? He was your draft pick. Just re-sign him. He hasn't missed a start yeah. ever, you know what I mean? He's versatile. It Just doesn't make a lot of sense like from an organizational mm-hmm. standpoint. I don't really I don't really get it. Um I think another two guys that also fit too. Robert Quinn, I know he's older, but I think he could come in Cheaper. I don't think he's coming in at twelve million dollars a year. There's no way that's happening. And I think Kyle Van Noy. I really do. I know people are like, "Oh my gosh, no way!" But seriously, it, 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 in all honesty, he fits the scheme now. He did not fit the scheme with Terrell Austin. He did not. So you look at it now and you go. You know, he's one of New England's better defensive players, right? And you go and you say, all right, we need linebacker help. I wouldn't be surprised to see that happen as well. Is there anybody else here, at least out of the top 50, that you kind of see that maybe fits what what they're what you think that the, maybe the Lions are looking for? I
1: think you could, um, looking at the bottom here, mm-hmm. I think of Brian Poole out of New York Jets. He's 27-year mm-hmm. corner. Yep. I don't think you have to pay him too, too much. No, he's a bridge guy. And I guy. think, yeah, he's a bridge guy because I think, if you're gonna work with Slade this year and maybe let him go after this year, I think you can if you don't get Byron or Chris Harris and mm-hmm. you don't wanna get a corner mm-hmm. in this one, you yep. can have Brian Poole play and develop Amani for one more season. Yep. and hopefully Amani can come in yep. and maybe even just fill one of the two slots and then maybe draft another yep. guy or get another guy yep. next year in free agency. Where then you can kinda of fill that out. So I think you can have a transitional guy in Brian Poole.
0: Yep. I think another guy too to look at, especially if you're not if they're not in love with um if they're not in love with Tyrell Crosby, I think Cordy Glenn, the tackle out of Cincinnati, just got cut. Um, he's he plays he plays tackle, right? I think that's a guy. He's thirty years old. I think he comes in on a short. I think he come in on a short year deal. I know Cincinnati tried to trade him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as a gap guy, maybe if you're not in love with Crosby, you take a guy maybe in the second or third round to fill that spot future. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked by that. Um, what in your opinion? Just yeah. just because. Here's here's my here's my conundrum with this free agency period. Last year, I felt like all right, the Lions were going to be in on some big fish, right? So before we close the show, I want you to to give to give me if there's one guy, right, the one big fish, the shiny new toy that Lions like. Oh yes, got this guy. Mm-hmm. First day of free agency when it opens, who's that guy for you? Because I don't, I'm so I don't know, and that's mm-hmm. a scary thought for me. Because like I thought I was like Trey Flowers was coming here. I was I was saying it, we were saying it in the Super Bowl, we were saying it halfway through the regular season I'm like he's gonna be a lion next year. It was it was almost a lock, it felt like. I don't know if they go necessarily super big fish this mm-hmm. year. I don't know what they're going to do. Now, I guess that's a two-parter. Who, if they get a big fish, who's your guy? Or two, would you rather them go big fish and get say two big guys and a whole bunch of meh?
1: Or get like four or five, okay, mm-hmm. but not wow. I would I won't if my big guy I think is um Byron Jones yeah. from uh, yeah. corner out of Dallas. It's right. gonna be I around think, fifteen to sixteen million dollars yeah, annually. I think, I think if you can yep. pull him, I think at that point trade Slay or keep Slay I think if you keep him you just have two great corners with Coleman playing the slide Mm -hmm. and if you get rid of him I think Byron Jones can play at least one one side so then if you want to get Okuda I think at that point you're not really losing value at the corner position Mm -hmm. so I think Byron Jones is probably my big big fish but I would like to I would rather them go like get like Corey Littleton a guard and Brian Poole as three guys and just kind of call it a day filling out the needs of kind of your team so when you go into the draft you're more like I'm not taking this guy because I need Jeff Okuda as a corner you're taking Isaiah Sims because I'm like it's just like I just yeah. know he can play a lot and right. it's like I got I got right. my linebackers he's just kind of like there to help out more right. Right. or maybe you can get Okuda and just be like now I have 3 I can play a dying defense amazingly yeah, or right. something you know yep. what I mean yep. you're not like I'm not, I'm you're a, not yep. like I it's like a need it's more of like yep. thanks
0: exactly right and being able to take the best player available who's going to make the most immediate impact yep. absolutely yeah i think Byron Jones the guy i think DJ Reader is the other one that i think mm-hmm. that if they're going to be in on uh, i think he's the guy i think he fits that scheme really really well they needed a dominant defensive tackle there to make that defense work. Um, we saw what happened with Snacks last half of the second year, or last year, or two years ago, I should say. And so I think that's that's definitely a spot of need. It's very it's very, very interesting because as long as it's not two years ago where, wow, it's Devon Kennard and Christian Jones. Man, just blow my brains out right away because that's so anti-inspiring and so like anything you know so i i hope that they're in i hope that they the the pressure's on you know the heats that couldn't be any hotter that seat so they better get the job done and they better figure it out fast all right for the missing whale man for the merc zone i'm the mouth of michigan and that will be it for episode 68 stay safe out there we love you thank you for all the support and we will see you guys as always
1: next time